This is another episode of The Right Life Podcast, your number one source for everything bariatric surgery, from pre-op to post-op. Registered dietitian Alex Conception gives you real, raw tips and motivation through your journey. This is The Right Life Podcast. Hello, guys. Welcome back to The Right Life Podcast. I hope you are doing fantastic. So today I received a question, a very common question, and that is when am I allowed to have alcohol? So if you have this question, I am talking to you. So in our program, we advocate and teach no cheating for six months, for the first six months, okay? Now, the reason we do this is to maximize the potential of the sleeve and build a foundation for long-term success, okay? Because everything gets easier over time. And the first six months is the most valuable time post-op. Why is it valuable? Because statistically, if you don't lose the majority of your weight in the first six months, you're not going to. Now, that is not an absolute statement. It's just that if you can't make a lifestyle change in the first six months when it's difficult, it's not likely you will be able to when it gets easier. Make sense? So you want to maximize the potential of the sleeve when you are going to get the most out of it. Okay? So when I say get the most out of it, I am referring to the restriction that you have early on. The best example I can give is that prior to the surgery, you are able to eat to your full and then finish your plate, okay? Now, after the procedure, you will be able to eat to your full, but the next bite would mean extreme pain or vomiting. That may sound horrible, but that's what it takes to keep you consistent, okay? But what your body needs is consistency. So if you have this procedure and you still eat, for example, pizza for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, you will still lose weight because by the nature of this, um, by the nature of the procedure, you are decreasing volume, therefore decreasing the calories that you're consuming and you will lose weight. But you won't be losing at the maximum potential had you chosen good food, protein, and vegetables, whole foods, and follow the rules. I'm sure you know some people or heard of people, um, even in the forums, who have struggled with weight gain over time because afterwards, if you don't create that foundation, if you don't take advantage of those first six months, like I said, everything gets easier. Inflammation comes down, swelling comes down, and your ability to test your limits will increase. Okay, so you are still physically restricted. You still don't have the hunger hormone, but you are able to, just like prior to the surgery, eat to your full, then finish your plate. It may not be at that degree of stretching or testing your limits, but if you constantly test your limits, if you're only able to tolerate five or six bites, um, and then after six to eight months, you can tolerate eight to 12 bites and you eat eight to 12 bites for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, that will become the new norm over the next few months or over the next year. And then you continuously 
test your limits again and again and again. And yes, you will be able to mess it up. That is why we want to make sure we stay very, very strict in the first six months because this is the time that you are physically and mentally able. Now, once you physically and mentally able, you were not physically and mentally able prior to surgery, which is what, which brought you to surgery. So taking the six months and maximizing the potential and learning and building that foundation will ensure that you will be able to do well long term. And that's (laughs) going back to alcohol, going back to that question, when am I allowed to? You are allowed to do whatever the fuck you want, just like you are able to before surgery, okay? But there are always consequences. Just like anything and everything in life, you have to weigh out the pros and the cons and make sure that the benefit is worth the risk. When it comes to alcohol, I'm not against it. I socially drink. My, my drink of choice is actually uh, scotch, single malt, um, but it is a social lubricant, um, it takes the edge off, and it makes you feel good. So to answer your question, we recommend that you wait six months before you have alcohol, and that again is to maximize the potential of the sleeve and create that foundation for long-term success. Okay, but if you do have alcohol, I'd like to explain what the risks are so you can decide for yourself whether you want to take that gamble or not. Okay, so nutrition 101. Calories come from macronutrients. What are macronutrients? Carbohydrates, proteins, fats, and the unrecognized macronutrient which is alcohol. Carbohydrates and protein yield four calories per gram, fat yields nine calories per gram, and alcohol yields seven calories per gram. Here is a little perspective, okay, before you start popping bottles. Vodka is typically 80 proof, which means that is 40% alcohol by volume. Okay, one ounce of vodka is 28 grams, 40% of that, which is um, roughly uh, 11 uh, 11 grams of alcohol. You multiply that by seven calories per gram, that's roughly 77, uh, 78 calories for one ounce of vodka. Now you're not gonna be drinking one ounce of vodka. If you go to a bar, if you tip well, you're gonna get heavy pours, so that means a two ounce pour is gonna be roughly 160 calories. That doesn't even include any of the mixers or the chasers or anything like that. So you can see how you can easily drink away your calories for the day. Okay, so another gamble when it comes to alcohol in the first six months. You know how they say the body doesn't discriminate what type of calories you consume, which is the pretty much the definition of if it fits your macros. The exception is alcohol, okay? No matter how good your metabolism is that day, you've eaten everything you're supposed to be eating, you have drinking everything you're supposed to be drinking, you have exercise, and you are in fat-burning mode. The moment you drink alcohol, everything takes a backseat to the metabolism of alcohol. So you will stop burning fat and you will start burning alcohol or metabolizing alcohol the moment you take that sip. 
So basically it slows down your metabolism and it will you will essentially lose lose a day. And lastly, when you go through uh, bariatric surgery, specifically gastric sleeve, there's a chance that you can lose enzymes along with your stomach enzymes that help break down alcohol. So there is a percentage of uh, patients who get drunk faster and longer compared to before surgery. Now that's not a guarantee. It is just testimonially. More people say that they are a lightweight compared to before surgery than not. But there are still other patients that do tell me that they haven't, uh, you know, there was there was no change in in uh, in their ability to tolerate alcohol. So keep that keep that in mind. Also, if you have an event to go to, for example, you're going to your friend's wedding and it is within the six months and you were expecting to just surprise people with with this killer body. Okay, and you were also hoping to have your first drink. I do not recommend you have your first drink at that event. Okay, if you know that you are going to have a drink a week before, test it out because you may be one of those people that, you know, have have one drink and you are gone and you don't want to be that person at the party that uh, people remember for that reason. So, uh, like I said, it's not it's not the end of the world. It's not a bad thing. Basically, we want to um, maximize the potential of the sleeve and or maximize the potential of your procedure and then also create that foundation for long-term success because you can gain the weight back. We are just setting that foundation and creating those good habits, okay? And if you are thinking about it and anticipating it and expecting to have alcohol and just waiting and counting the days, then it's probably a really good idea to actually wait that six months to show you that you don't need it, okay? But make sure, again, you uh, you follow the rules, which is simply protein and veggies. Stay hydrated. Take your supplements and exercise um, within the first six months. Okay, number one reason for readmission to the hospital is dehydration. Keep that in mind. Alcohol, it inhibits your antidiuretic hormone. So even if you are low in water, you drink alcohol, you will still pee it out, increasing your risk of dehydration. Okay, so just make sure you are drinking plenty of water and do more good than bad. Moderation is key and that's pretty much it. I will talk to you guys in the next. Be good, be safe, um, and uh, drink responsibly. (laughs) Take it easy, guys. Peace. This was another episode of The Right Life Podcast. For more motivation and future episodes with Alex, make sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on any life-changing moments. 